let's pray. Father, I thank you and I praise you for um, myself first. I thank you for the love that you uh, shed on me and on all the people that are watching this. I thank you for HSBN. I thank you for uh, the opportunity for us to go into all the world and release the gospel of the kingdom of God. Thank you for loving unity that you open the door for them to be able to uh, help to put all of this together. And we just give you praise, glory, and honor. And I pray for every person out there that's watching this, that today you will get what it is that you need, whether it's healing, whether it's deliverance, whether it's finances, whatever it is, that you will get what God has for you. So put your expectors out there. Don't just watch this pro. Don't just watch this program and say it'll uh, and and be ready to judge it. But get what it is that you need because it is prophetic, and He will give you what it is that you need. So in Jesus' name, be blessed. The blood of Jesus be over you, and let's get uh, let's get to do it. We're going to talk today about the kingdom of God, about the government of God, about how it all works. I was at a conference, in a conference, I was part of it uh, this past weekend in uh, Arkansas. And many things that happened, different people did uh, so many fabulous things. Uh, my son, who's Apostle Robin, who actually was on Apostle uh, Eddie Maestas' show earlier today, uh, he broke down things. He broke down what it was that uh, got it done. And I'm going to share that with you first before I get into this. This is a part one and part two. So part one will just be giving you uh, a layout of much of the stuff that happened. Uh, Apostle Eddie revealed um, a six-point vision to unveil a superior reality and uh, ascended love and unity in the body of Christ through the recovered governmental order of the kingdom of God. In other words, what Apostle Eddie brought forth is this. Without the setting up of the apostle and the prophet, and then all of the other offices, all of the other ascension gifts that God has placed in the body, everything is going to uh, uh, um, uh, be out of order. Things are not going to be in order. Why? Because if the kingdom of God, if the church, if the um, if the ecclesia are not in order, if the government that Jesus brought on his shoulders, if it's not in order, how is our government period? How is it that it's going to be in order? We owe our nations an apology. We owe the United States of America an apology for not having the church in order, for us not doing and being what it is that we're supposed to be. Apostle Calvin Cook talked about the inheritance for members, for the members. He's not talking about people joining something, but for the members. You are a member in particular. You might be a finger, you might be an eye, you might be a, a, a breast, you might be a toe, you can be some of the parts on the inside. Whatever member, whatever part of that, for the members of the uh, uh, kingdom of God, there is healing for those parts that need healing. There is wholeness for all of those. And the kingdom of God, the way that he has us, we're to transcend and reach into that so that there is inheritance, not just a financial inheritance, but we're talking about an inheritance of everything that is necessary, everything that you need, everything that your body needs, everything that your emotions need, everything in all of the areas. And then Apostle Don Hughes spoke uh, to uh, to all 
about the transformation of these members of all of the different parts, uh, okay, member parts of the kingdom of God. We're not just talking about the, the way that the body of Christ has operated in the past. In fact, we're not because it's been it's been wrong and has not worked. Over all of these years, it has not worked. I don't know how it is in your area or in your neighborhood, but it does not look like Jesus reigns. It does not look, there's congregations on every corner. There's people that are still using the word racist. There's people that are still thinking, not believing that we're all made of one blood. And so there can be bigotry and prejudice, but racism is no such thing because the devil is the biggest racist, the only racist because he hates the human race period. But we can be bigoted and prejudiced and hateful and all of that stuff, which we have portrayed in the body. But that word we have to cease to use. One of these things that we talked about, we have to cease to use the words of the world. We have to start to bring the culture of the kingdom of God into its reality so that people can learn that the words that I speak are going to, to manifest things. If we keep talking the way that we're talking, then what's going to happen is the adversary is going to continue to reign. And then, oh, my baby apostle, A.J. Nunez, I mean, he, he just broke it all down. He revealed a new accelerated pace of grace and the rejection of duality in Christ. In other words, he's saying you can't be married to Jesus, okay, and still sneaking around in midnight uh, uh, or in other days, you know, just, just doing that with Adam, with the old man, that really uh, when you came into Christ, you are a new creation. And those old ways and old things have truly passed away and all things have become new. So you can't walk in those two worlds. You can't, you can't play with it. In other words, today you're just so high because you've been worshiping and then tomorrow you're back and this is what I feel. I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm broke, I'm all of these things. Uh, AJ broke it down so you cannot walk in that duality. You have to choose, you have to choose these this day who it is that you're going to serve, who your bodies and stuff is going to uh, uh, serve. And then my prophet, uh, Andrew Gonzalez talked about the singularity of the corporate kingdom man and the need for proper understanding of authority and submission. And my gosh, on the, on the love and unity thing, I mean, you know, just watch it. I mean, just watch it. I mean, it just progressively got better and better and gooder and gooder. And every speaker, including myself, were out of this world. Why? Because we listened to God and we only spoke what he gave us to speak. It was not about a duality. It was not about a flesh. It was not about, I mean, many, we, we, we were, different ways of bringing it, but it was, it just got better and better. And as Andrew was speaking, he said, there has to be a singularity of the corporate man. I can't do it without you. If you're a kingdom person, I can't do it without that one. You can't do it about, without me because I am a kingdom citizen. I'm definitely a kingdom citizen. You need me and I need you. But the thing of it is, is that we have to walk in in that righteousness and we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus but most of us don't even realize what that is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is manifesting what God manifests in the earth and if we're not doing that then we're not allowing him to do what he wants to do in and through us 
Then the next one got up, Barry Cook. Okay, he unveiled to us the mutual need for the appropriate function of the wheel, a wheel within a wheel, uh, to refine and relaunch our understanding of the kingdom and uh, mythology uh, in the in the uh, uh, constraints of the ecclesia. In other words, uh, breaking it down because Barry can Barry can get. Uh, I love him. He can get deep. He can get he, he can uh, break it down. But if you don't listen to it, you will miss what it is that he's saying. In other words, he's saying this, that it needs to be relaunched, that this is not the way that this launch was not right. It did not take off and go the way that the kingdom of God, that the king of the kingdom desired for it to go. What happened in it? was it just fizzled out it just it just kept going so it got to a place that it just started going and it just got comfortable in what it was so there is time for a relaunch uh, uh apostle ronnie robinson which was this was his first time speaking in our conference he released a grace and power to enter greater realms of authority and power by the way of honor character you know i was uh, you know i was loving this because i'm always talking about the honor and the character and the integrity he said he uh, by uh, the, by the way of honor and character and relationships with the holy spirit a relationship with the Holy Spirit gives us relationships with each other if you don't have a proper relationship with holy spirit you cannot have a proper relationship with anyone else because why because what happens People start to accuse you. People make insults. People try to offend you. All of these different things, they're sent by the adversary. They're sent by the devil. They're used by him, even though they don't even realize it's being used by him. But if you have a proper relationship, if you have a proper relationship in honor and in character, knowing that the character of Holy Spirit is not defending himself, knowing that the character of Holy Spirit is healing in those areas that those people are healing in those areas that need to be healed, that doing good to those that do evil to you, then the character of that, the integrity of that in the relationship with the Holy Spirit. And then what happened after then was then, then there was all kinds of healings. People got uh, uh, people got healed. And I ain't talking about knocked out, just slain type thing in the spirit uh, where people just kind of lay down and then just lay back there to be comfortable or whatever it is, stretch the back. But I mean, things actually happened where there were manifested healings that happened in that. And then Marshall McGee, and that's his number. He's number eight. And I can understand why he brought a new. Uh, uh, well, it's not a new, but he brought it. He's saying this is one of the beginnings that needs to happen. And he brought the alignment of the original intent and the multidimensional reality of divine intelligence communicated to us in the clarity of the vision. And the living uh, and the living voices that the living voice brings. Let me break this down to you because I have time for it. And Marshall and I, uh, Apostle Marshall and I, are are in the same vein together because there's an area in God, and it really goes back to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It also goes back to 
the fact that he gave, that Jesus gave these ascension gifts to do what? To edify, to build up the body of Messiah, to help the ecclesia to understand who it is you are and what is there and how it is to activate it and what it takes in order to be able to use it. Here it is, he was bringing the clarity about the living voice. In other words, how Jesus was, how Jesus, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all it shows you is this. As Paul had said, follow me as I follow Christ. Well, what's happening is this, is Christ is telling you, follow me, follow me. In other words, this should be you. This is you that is doing this work. This is you that's healing the sick. This is you. Remember when Jesus was betrayed in the garden and Peter cut off the, the ear of Malchus? What Jesus did is this. He said he didn't say a word. He didn't say a word, but he commanded. Here it was, the supernatural power, the power that's in us, the same power that's in us. And all he did was touch that area. And what happened is an ear appeared. This is what Marshall was saying. This is the way that we should be operating in. And the Lord has said to us, he says, I will renew your youth as the eagle. I will bring you, I will bring you into this place where you're living a constant youthful life, whether it's 30, 32, 35, whatever it is. And He's going to bring you to a place of maturity so that you can receive it and you can walk in it. But here it is. All, all the things that people say, well, I can't go here. I can't go there. I can't go there. I didn't see any place that Jesus couldn't go because of anything other than the spirit of God was restraining him. He was able to walk through walls, so why can't I? He was able to do these things, so why can't I? Because I have not put on the mind of Messiah. I have not put on the mind of Christ, which is the mind of God. And when we put on that mind of Christ, as we start to press in and say, God, I will take nothing less. I want you to recalibrate. I want you to reconstruct. I want you to take every thought, every idea, every restraint away from this mind. I want that mind. I want that flowing mind, that freeing mind. I want that mind that takes me into places that my mind cannot take me. I want it to take me out of those other places. So that as I speak to myself, as I speak about myself, as I speak to others, as I speak to the atmosphere, as I do these things, things change. And he's not saying all of this, but I'm saying it because we're in sync. Uh, I, I actually talked to him this morning and these were the things that started to come about it. And so it's fresh in me. It's hot in me. It's exciting in me. Why is that? Because I know that my brother and I are going to the same place. I know that it's something that I can't not live without. I will not. God saved me supernaturally. He kept me alive supernaturally by doing a number of different things. Watch the pro, watch uh, the love and unity thing, and then you'll see, because I told the whole story there, but I don't have time for it here. Anyway, what he did, but he brought me, he brought me to where I'm alive. Why is that? Because he said, I want you to live in this. I don't want you just to walk in and I want you to live in the place that people say is impossible. I want to bring half things being brought to you and whatever it is that you say about this thing, that's what manifests. This is what happened to the Adam before he had his fall, before any of that. He says, I made you in my image, 
and after my likeness. So if I'm in his image and after his likeness, why am I not imaging him? And why am I not doing what it is? Because the belief thing, the thing of it is, is this, the finisher's faith is not operating. He says, I'm the author. I gave you faith enough to believe, to come into this and to, to, for salvation and to be born again. Now let my faith, let, let, my, let my abilities, let it work. He says in the book of John, if you live in me and my word is exciting and alive on the inside of you, which is myself, because Jesus is the word, the word uh, uh, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word is God. And so therefore the with and the end is in me. So by the power of the same spirit that raised him from the dead, I need to be walking in those areas. This is where my operation needs to be. And in that, I'm still working with Marshall, still working with all of that. The next one is me. And then the next one is, is, a, is a, 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 a Apostle Robin. But listen to this. Please listen to this. If we're choosing to live a life where we are submitted where we are, are, are controlled by the natural forces of life, we are living beneath, beneath the devil's feet. He is not, we, he is not under ours. It's because he is the God. He is the, 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 the God of the air or whatever. And so what's going in these airheads is something that he is blowing air into your ears and he's romanticizing you, letting you know, don't be so hard. Don't strive so deep. Don't meditate on this word day and night so that you will be like the tree planted in God that's bringing forth the fruit in its season. And whatever it does will prosper and come to the maturity, come to the maturity of what, of what God has designed us for. Look at what he did with Philip when Philip was transported. Look at what he did himself. He walked through walls. Look at all of these things. He says that same power, that same authority, that same ability that was in me that I walked through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the things that I did, the things that I did, start to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see yourself doing it. See yourself, see him in you and you manifesting these things. Understand this. He says, I want to take every wrinkle off of your face. I want to take all of these things. I want to make sure that your body is working at a frequency that no sickness, no disease, none of these things can be on it. Now, John G. Lake did that to a degree, but John G. Lake walked around with constipation all of his life too. So he did not live it totally. He says, I want you to live it so that there's no constipation. There's no uh, uh, anything that can hold you back. Romans 12, 1 says to present this body a living sacrifice. Why would we present it a living sacrifice? So that it can be dead to everything that we want it to be. I do not own this body any longer, but when I present it as a living sacrifice, here's something that happens. What happens is this, is that then the spirit of God says, now I have a non-resistant 
a body on earth that can walk out what I desire to walk out, that thinks on the level of God, that allows the spirit, the same spirit that allows me, who is the Holy Spirit, walk, they're willing to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord because they will not yield to anything else. They walk in the awe and the honor and the respect and the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding in the uh, um, in Romans, I mean, uh, Proverbs 3. They trust. Here it is. They trust in me with all of their heart and they refuse to lean back to Adam on their own understanding. They refuse to listen. They refuse to be led by it. They refuse to allow it. What they will do is to say, no, we're one. We are one, just like Father, Son, Holy Spirit is one. All of them live on the inside of me, and I'm one with them. Just like there was a fourth man that was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there is the fourth part of it, and that's me. That's the shell in the earth. This is his only legal way that he can operate this way. And he says, I'm looking for a people. I'm looking for a corporate man. I'm looking for someone that I can do what I want to do in and with them. I'm looking for someone that will intercourse with, 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 with my spirit the way that I desire. Why? The same way it intercoursed with Mary. The same way by the word, by the word, by the word, the word was spoken. And therefore that came forth that same life. That's what he says. That's what I desire to do. And then number nine was Apostle Dr. Baker, and she exhorted me, okay, exhorted and corrected. I, I can't imagine that. He, this is, uh, my son wrote these down, so I'm just reading it off of here. He says, uh, exhorted and corrected us into proper perspective concerning grace for the appropriate identity and, and response in terms of obedience in matters of living and finances uh, from the place of wholeness. You see, God wants us. He desires us to walk in his prosperity, to walk in his, his riches so that we can do what needs to be done with his wealth, which is what Deuteronomy 8 says, and that's establish his government, establish his kingdom, establish his covenant in the earth. The wealth of God is meant for establishing his covenant. It's not meant to meet our needs because they've already been met through the prosperity and the riches that he has provided for us in other ways. He says, I bring it to you. It's yours, but you have to see it. You have to believe it. You have to walk in it. You have to accept that the possibilities are there. You have to accept that I have already provided. I want you to have that fleet of uh, plane so that you can go where and when I want you to go so that you can take others with you. I want you to have those buses. I want you to have those trains. I want you to have those ships. I want you to do these things. Why? So that you can take people out and they can be pleasurable in it. But I want you to have the fleets. I want you to have the power. I want you to have the authority. I want you to have a voice that means something. Not begging, saying, give us this. Give us a 502, 501, 506. Give us this. Give us this. No, God's people are not beggars. Regular Christians may be, but not those that live in the kingdom of God. 
And when you live in the kingdom of God, you know who you are. You know that the king owns it. You know that it belongs to him. And the appropriate response, this is what Robin did, uh, since in Jesus Christ is speaking and revealing himself to the world. And since, uh, since in Jesus we hear the voice of God, then this new reality changes everything. It changes your body. It changes your mind. It changes your circumstances because they're not encircling around you any longer. So we too must respond appropriately. We must change. Revelation 4.11 says, then suddenly after I wrote down these messages, I saw a heavenly portal open before me and the same trumpet voice I heard speaking with me at the beginning broke the silence and said, ascend into this realm. I want to reveal to you what must happen, uh, what must happen after this. In the revelation of determined desire, the unveiled voice uh, shares with us the heart, the desire of the father, the dimension of mutual indwelling, mutual satisfaction that can only be realized in the ascended realm, otherwise report, referred to as in him. You know, when you first got born again, they say, read all the in hymns, in him, in him. Uh, uh, John, uh, John 17, 23 is where you will find these things. But here it is. I'm getting ready to wrap this thing up because I believe that some people have gotten healed on here already. I believe some things have changed for people already. I believe that people are beginning to see what they thought were impossible and how it was that they had to live in the natural realm that they had to live in a caste system. In other words, I was born into this and I'll die into this. I was born here and this is what it is, that they had to live in a place where they complained and criticized and blamed somebody, blame this person for this. I blame you for that. You gave me this. You took this from me. You did that. Oh, living like the old man, Adam which is shameful for anybody that is a born again person. I'm not telling you to be ashamed. I'm saying it is shameful. The adversary is the one that should be ashamed and we need to make him that way. Get from under his feet. He belongs under yours. You are the one with the power. You are the one with authority. You are the one that, that, the, that the spirit of the living God lives on the inside of you. Not him, not them, not they. So from this moment on, don't blame anybody for your circumstances. You just decide that there will need to be no blame. Why? Because I'm going to walk in the fullness of everything that God has provided for me. I heard from my daughter this morning, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Lonzine, and she broke through some things. Some things were broken through for her this weekend, and she spoke some things to me that I'm saying, dang, dude, we should have gone there a long time ago. I'm waiting almost whatever number of years, over 50 years, to hear something like that, and I heard it this morning, but I heard it with a voice that I know, I know, I know, I know that it's manifesting in, but then she has other people in her life. I'm not the only person and she has in her life. She has Apostle Eddie. She has Apostle Cal. She has other people. She has Robin. She has Apostle Ron. She has all these other people in her life. And then she got friends that 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 they iron sharpens iron crystal. I mean, they they they're they're water and, and oil sometimes, and you just gotta shake them up together so that they flow the way that they're supposed to flow, and they just taste good on the salad. But 
Anyway, my t- uh, you, <clears throat> I spoke last last time, <clears throat> and I saw somebody's foot that was turned that way, that turned this way. We need to know about these things. We need to hear what God does for you and with you. But I believe that things are happening even right now, where health is going forth, where things are changing in your life and for your life. Oh, don't worry about that. That's my phone. Uh, where things are changing in your life and for your life, where God is coming in and showing you things. So dare to dream, dare to see big, dare to allow him to open things up for you, dare to live the life that he has provided and, and decide that you're going to walk in that wholeness, that nothing is going to hold you where you are. Remember, this is Dr. Baker, J. Baker. Remember the love and unity. I also have a program on Tuesday night. Uh, it's a tell it like it is program uh, chats with Dr. B. So anyway, I have to go now, but I will see you next time when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. And I know that you will love it. Bye-bye.